The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits. This will be your Saturday, May 6th edition. And whew, what an interesting Friday we had. That was quite the slate. Um, pitching was interesting. You know, you had Archer just dealing and then he blows up. You had Lynn through great. Fulty got crushed. Rodriguez, he did pretty well for the most part. Fulmer great. Triggs crushed. Keiko great, then he goes out to throw the ninth, it gets destroyed, um, the bullpen gives it up, just everything that could go right then wrong happened, bats were good and bad, it was just a weird night, you had to just work through the minefields if you're going to win, uh, I know some did, some didn't, it was one of those weird, weird nights where some made it and some some didn't, like I said, tis, tis baseball, tis DFS, and um, we move on to fight another day. Um, on today's slate, it's 15 game all day, three early, 12 main, three early of Boston at Minnesota, Porcello versus Tepish, um, Toronto at Tampa Bay, Estrada versus Odorizzi, Cleveland at Kansas City, Tomlin versus Vargas. Uh, real quick for you, I'll just do these ones real, real briefly. Um, for your pitching, you have, like I said, Porcello's 11,000, Estrada's 10,000, Odorizzi 79, Tomlin 77, Vargas 76, Tepish 5. On a slate like a three-game, Porcello would be worth the 11K. He's actually been pitching pretty well of late in Minnesota. Minnesota, you're going to want to target versus lefties a little more than righties. They are swinging it well. Dozier left with an injury. He's day-to-day. You're going to make sure he's in the lineup. Um, that's a biggie there. The over-under is nine, but that's a lot because Tepish is on the mound and Boston's a big favorite in that one. Um, you're going to look into, um, where's it at? Because Boston's got the highest, one of the highest team totals on the board. Uh, lefties and righties are crushing Tepish. So you're going to load up on Boston bats. That's a given when it comes to, um, where are you just looking at it for crying out loud? Minnesota, there's implied team totals, four, two, three. Uh, both righties and lefties are hitting below 300 against um, Porcello this year. 
They have a good Woba against right-handed pitching, but uh, all in all, wouldn't be too worried about it. One of the highest-rated pitchers on the board today, K rate of 22%, so he's not a bad look. Um, you're only On a regular slate, I would never pay 11000 for Porcello, but on a three-game slate, that's what you're going to do. Um, Odorizzi, K upside against Toronto is not bad. Estrada, not a huge K guy, but 10K, you're going to have K upside against Tampa Bay. I like Tampa Bay's bats. They're cheap. You know how they can mash right-handed pitching. So um, the way I'd attack this slate, I'd go Corsello, Vargas, because A, everyone thinks Cleveland can mash left-handed pitching. Cleveland, like I keep telling people, is one of the worst uh, teams against the left-handed pitching in baseball. They're not the Giants. They're not the Dodgers. They're not that bad. But statistically, they are one of the worst. Um, it's just how it is. Uh, Vargas just keeps getting it done. The White Sox have been the only team to figure them out so far, which is crazy to say. And that's another team that let us down last night. They let us down because they hit Miley too hard. Three of the four, three of the first four batters laced it, two laced it and hit him, and that knocked him out of the game. But uh, Vargas, twenty three point five percent K rate, and uh, Cleveland, a two eighty four wOBA against left handed pitching, which is atrocious. One of the worst in all of baseball. They are just bad, bad, bad. Um, at that price tag, seventy six hundred, definitely worth the risk. You mask them with Porcello. You get the cheap bats with uh, the Rays. You can get some some Boston in there if you want. You can get some Tampa Bay in there against Odorizzi because Odorizzi will give up the long ball. He'll get strikeouts, but he throws it hard. Toronto's slowly heating up in the dome atmosphere. Get some of that out there. Tomlin's pitching for Cleveland. He's a fly ball home run pitcher. So you get some of that out in there too. So you can mix and match. Everyone's going to be on Boston. So I made a little um, Toronto, Tampa, Kansas City mix with a Vargas Porcello just for a little one lineup three game fun to get ready for the main slate, which we will attack right now. 12 game main slate action. And it kicks off with your highest priced pitcher on the board. Well, first, before we dig into that, let me tell you a lot of weather. A lot. So pay attention to Kevin Roth or whoever you whoever you pay attention to. Um, it's like not 100% chances, but we're talking anywhere from 30 to 60% chances. So we got scattered showers. We could have delays. We could have nothing. We could have – it could all go away. But just interesting stuff everywhere. I'm talking Milwaukee, Pittsburgh, St. Louis at Atlanta, Miami at the Mets, Dodgers at San Diego, Houston at the Angels. So there is weather everywhere. Um Highest total on the board is Coors, of course. You have a nine also in Baltimore between the White Sox and the Orioles. Everything else is eight and a half or less. Back to the pitching. I mentioned your highest priced pitcher on the board. He's got that weather concern in San Diego, but his name is Clayton Kershaw. He's $14,200. He's going up against the San Diego Padres in Petco Park. If you couldn't ask for much better environment against a much crappier baseball team than the San Diego Padres for one of the best, if not the best, probably is the best pitcher and all of baseball. Um, I told you I don't like paying that price tag because he's going to have to get you 30-plus points, but even when he pitched horribly his last two starts, he's gotten you 28 points. I think he's banged up. He has not looked good. Um, cash games, I would use him tonight just because overall pitching-wise it's not great. It's a Coors slate. You're not going to be able to use Kershaw and get Coors. I'll tell you that right now. Um, you can try. You can get a couple pieces of Coors, but you're not going to get enough to have a Coors you're not going to have enough Coors to make it a Coors lineup. Let's just put it that way. So get, you can get Kershaw 14-2 on DraftKings, 30.7% strikeout rate. 
Uh, 22.6% is as often as the Padres strike out against left-handed pitching. They have a 260 Woba against left-handed pitchers, which is bad. That's like Padres Giants bad. That's really bad. Um, really, really bad. The one thing that really stands out in this game to me, and I don't, I wonder, I, the only thing I think of is because he's facing a lefty and uh, the Dodgers are facing a lefty and Richards and Richards pitched really well against him earlier in the year. And we'll get to him later. Um, this line confuses the hell out of me. Kershaw against the San Diego Padres is only a minus 135 favorite. Kershaw. He was almost a 200 favorite, or he was, I can't remember now, against Johnny Cueto. I know he was at home, but against Johnny Cueto earlier this week. I am baffled by this. That line alone worries me about paying for Kershaw's 14th. Because if you're paying that, you want the four-point win already. You want that no matter what. Now you're counting on seven-plus innings, hopefully ten-plus strikeouts, and a great performance. So that worries me out the gate. So tournament-wise, GPP-wise, I don't think I can touch Kershaw. I usually say that anyways. But keep that in mind. That that money line really worries me there. Uh, I don't bring in Vegas too often. I try not to unless it really stands out. That one stands out a ton. Moving on, you have Lance McCullers at 11400 at the Angels. Um, one more thing with Kershaw. Usually with Kershaw, you see really, really low team totals against him, like around three or less. Uh, the Padres team total is 3.54, over three and a half runs, which is rather high for him as well. So a couple things to think about there with the Kershaw train. Uh, Lance McCullers, 11,400 at the Angels. I'm a huge McCullers guy. He has a 30.3% K rate. The Angels strike out more against righties than lefties, 21.3%. You saw how well um, Keiko pitched last night. He was outstanding in uh, his performance until the ninth inning when he started giving it up. But um, the one thing with McCullers you really got to worry about is his um, home road splits. This year he's been dreadful, and more importantly, because that's a small sample size, I wanted to bring up uh, last year. He had a 2-4 ERA uh, at home with a 3-12 Woba. On the road, he had a 5-5-7 ERA with a 3-6-2 Woba. You go to his career stats, you have a uh, a 2-1-1 home ERA with a 2-8-2 Woba. And at the road, a 5-3-2 ERA with a 3-4-3 Woba. So you definitely see a difference home road with Lance McCullers. Lance McCullers at 11,600 is steep, or 11,400 is steep, steep, steep. I'm a big McCullers guy. Um, the Angels offense is not very good. They have 292 Woba against uh, righties, which is below average. So great matchup for him. Great matchup. No doubt about it. If they're in Houston, I'd lock and load. The price tag is crazy high, way high for McCullers. Um, I'm going to have trouble going there. You definitely can't do it if you want uh, Coors. His ownership's going to be crazy low. Same with Kershaw. In tournaments, their, their ownership's going to be low because of Coors. A regular slate, ownership might be just fine. Because of Coors, it's going to be low. So um, if you want to gamble, it's GPP gambles. But I can't go there. So just throwing that out there to you. But where I will start my night in a play I like a ton, we're going Garrett Cole, $9,600. I mentioned him his last time out against Cincinnati, and he dealt six innings, five hits, two earned seven Ks for 20 points. Prior to that, 30.6 points. 
and seven shutout against the Cubbies. Eight Ks, seven more Ks in three straight starts. Um, he's been getting it done for the Pirates. He's coming in uh, with a 20.2% K rate, and most importantly, going up against the Milwaukee Brewers, who strike out 25.7% of the time against right-handed pitching. Their Woba continues to drop. I told you guys coming into this week that they're dropping and dropping and dropping. They're now down to a 3-1-6 Woba against right-handed pitching. They're not facing the Reds anymore. I'm going to eventually stop saying that because you'll remember it, but their their numbers were inflated because they are facing Reds pitching. It's just flat-out obvious now. Plus, Thames has cooled down. Braun's out hurt. He might come back today. He's day-to-day. He's got a muscle strain, and you don't know when it's going to heal. Him out of the lineup's big. Shaw's cooled down. Um, we know Cole, if he's not locating, he can hang stuff. We've seen it in the past, but this year he's been really, really good. He's been able to figure it out, change speeds. It's been there with Cole. Um, I like him a lot tonight. Uh, if you can go down from the top two pitchers, he's third on the board. I like him a ton at 96. You can go Cole and a cheaper arm and still sneak some Coors action in there. Um, or you can sneak some other action if you want to avoid Coors and still be Pretty good to go. I like Cole. $9,600. I'm going to avoid Tehran. From what I'm seeing of him in that new ballpark, I can't go there right now. He's been great on the road at Sunkiss Park, or SunTrust Park, whatever the hell it's called, SunTrust. I got to see more out of him there because that's scary. I know uh, he gets crushed by lefties, and St. Louis doesn't have a ton, but we said the same thing about Fulton Evich yesterday, and we know how that went. Tehran might pitch great. He's 8600 bucks. That's a great price tag on Tehran. I'll say that right now. It's a phenomenal price tag. Great upside. I can't touch him. If you want to go for it, knock yourself out. But we saw him get blown up by the Mets, who are much more left-handed heavy. I get it. But I can't go there. If you want to go there, go there. There's other options. Like the next one, Dylan Bundy, 8400 bucks against the Chicago White Sox. Bundy's bringing his 182 ERA into action. He's been going six-plus in every start, two runs or less. Uh, just getting it done, game in and game out. Uh, the only downside, not a big strikeout guy. That's what I've been saying. Every start's pretty much three Ks or less, with an exception of one, um, which is weird because he's still striking out 20.6% of the batters he faces is what it's showing statistics-wise. Bright side is the White Sox are striking out 25.4% of the time against right-handed pitching, which bodes well. We target the White Sox against left-handed pitching against right-handed. 265 Woba. That's way, way below average. It's like that's the dreadful, dreadful numbers. That's the bad, bad numbers. We saw it yesterday. We targeted the White Sox against the lefty Miley. They smoked the ball so much. Like I said, they ended up hitting him twice with line drives in the first four batters and knocked him out of the game. What did Baltimore do? They brought in some scrub right-hander out of the pen who shut them down for six innings out of the bullpen. Six shutout innings. So. There you have it. Dylan Bundy is a phenomenal play. He'll probably be chalky. He should be chalky. Uh, $8,400. Uh, now we get into some dicier stuff. Jesse Hahn, $7,600. We liked Triggs yesterday. Triggs got beat up by Detroit. But uh, Hahn at $7,600. Doesn't bring a huge K rate into action at 14.7% of the time. But he's coming off a phenomenal start against um, the Astros. Six innings, three earned, but six Ks. Prior to that, eight shutout against the Angels, six Ks. He's got six or more Ks in three of his last four starts, so you don't see a lot of Ks out of him, but he's a good ground ball pitcher. Um, that's why that K rate surprises me. Six or more Ks in every start, I take it, but the K rate's the K rate. Uh, Tigers are striking out almost 22% of the time against right-handed pitching. 
They're a little above league average power-wise with his, their Woba. But uh, Oko Coliseum should hold the ball in the ballpark, which will benefit Han, obviously. And um, it's a nice pivot play because it'll be he'll be very low-owned with what people saw them do to Triggs last night. He'll be extremely low-owned. I don't see the Tigers doing it back-to-back nights. They could. You know, the talent's there. That lineup is loaded. But I think it's a good gamble at $7,600. Another one I like a ton is Amir Garrett at $7,100 uh, at home against the San Francisco Giants. Giants versus left-handed pitching. We target it all day long. I know it's a little different tonight because you're going to America Small Park, Great America Small Park, but um, they couldn't hit Bronson Arroyo. Christian Arroyo took him deep. They only scored three runs yesterday. Um, that Giants offense is just, I don't know. Buster Posey's in a great spot, sure. Pence is in a good spot. But Amir Garrett, he's getting the job done. The Giants, 282 Woba versus left-handed pitching. Uh, Garrett striking out 21.3% of the batters they're facing. Giants, they weren't striking out a ton. Now they're striking out 20.5% of the time against left-handed pitching. So that's even getting worse, given they just faced three straight lefties in L.A., one being Clayton Kershaw. But... Um, Garrett had that very, very bad start in Milwaukee. He bounced back mightily against Pittsburgh, who has been hitting lefties very well. Also, seven innings, two hits, two earned. Both were solo home runs. So outside of that, he had no hits, obviously. Three walks, four Ks. So he pitched great. If he could do that tonight, I'll take it. Um, I'd actually expect more strikeouts, to tell you the truth. Um, and that was at a $5,500 price tag. So his price tag's gone up. He's at home against a worse offense than Pittsburgh in the Giants. $7,100. Um, I know it's a different park than Pittsburgh. It's Great American Small Park. But I'll take my chances on a night like tonight. We'll need some cheaper arms to get stuff done. We move on to J.C. Ramirez. Now we're getting really gambly, folks. J.C. Ramirez going up against the Houston Astros. J.C.'s at home for the Angels. He's at $6,800. Converted reliever. Looks like he's found it. That slider is filled. His fastball's popping. That slider, I watched him pitch against Oakland a couple starts back. We're at seven shutout innings of two-hit ball, two walks, seven Ks, and it was nasty. He, we, I, with, Prior to that, five and a third, three runs, nine Ks against Houston. Looked great in that one for 20 points. The guy said the Oakland got 27.4. So I'm sitting there going, man, is this guy for reals? Well, let's see what he's got. So he goes into Texas, five and a third, four hits, two earned, nine more Ks, 26.4 points. This guy looks good. Now he's going back home to a very, very friendly ballpark. Watch the weather, of course, against Houston. Uh, another, you know, hot team. They hit the ball really well again last night. But, you know, A, nice cheap value. He's striking out 20% of the batters he faces. Uh, we know their well was good. They strike out around a little over 18% of the time. They've been striking out more of late. And um, he looks phenomenal. You're going to have to take some some gambles at the pitching position and this is definitely one worth taking we will roll the dice with jc ramirez at 6800 bucks uh houston also has one of the lower implied team totals on the board at 384 so uh jc ramirez at six dollars last but not least clayton richard 6100 dollars at home against the los angeles dodgers uh clayton richard's is a uh, the left-handed pitcher for the San Diego Padres. Dodgers, one of the worst teams in all of baseball against left-handed pitching. 292 Woba, striking out 20.5% of the time. Clayton Richards, only striking out 14% of the batters he faces, but that's a little skewed because 
he's all or nothing as we know with Clayton. And um, lately it's been, you know, five and a third, six hits, two earned, three Ks versus the Giants. Let's go back to uh, his last home start, which is against Arizona. Six and two thirds, nine hits, one earned, eight Ks against Arizona. And his other home start against the Giants, six innings, five hits, four earned, three Ks against the Giants. Um, He's got a couple good starts there, and then he shut down the Dodgers to start the year. Complete gamble, complete you need Coors play is what Clayton Richards is. And the fact that Dodgers just can't hit lefties. So you're rolling the dice on that one. He's Coors, punt, play, Clayton Richards. So there you go. You got Kershaw McCullers up top, but then we're going Cole at 96, Bundy at 84, Hahn at 76, Garrett at 71, Ramirez at 68, Richards at 61. Let's head over to your bats. At the catcher's position, you got... uh, Yasmani Grandal, he's switch hitter against Richards at 34. Brian McCann went yard on Friday. He is heating up finally. Still hitting at the bottom of the order, which sucks, but hey, he's swinging a hot bat. He's 33 against Ramirez. Um, you got uh, Steven voting against Zimmerman at 32. Alex Avila's price went up. He's 32. Matt Wieters versus Velasquez is 32. I didn't mention Velasquez. I'll throw it out there. If you want Velasquez as a GPP only, I just don't like pitching against Washington. Washington's just filthy, but if you want to, there's K upside. It's just K rate's been down, pitching more to contact. So I'm just, I got to see him try to get back to the Velasquez of old. But if you want to roll the dice, especially if Harper's out again, there's upside there. So he's there if you need him as a GPP play only. But Weeder's 3,200 versus Velasquez. I like that there. Uh, Cervelli versus Garza will be targeting some Pirates tonight at uh, 3,100. You got. Uh, Tyler Flowers for the Astro or for the Braves against Mike Leake at 2900. Don't mind him at all. You have where did I see him earlier? And that might be you got Jet Bandy and Pena of course for the Brew Crew at 26 and 25. These are your nice cheap options. That's about it. Catcher's pretty limited. Why did where did I see? Uh, where's my man at? Why did I? Oh, there he is, Buster Posey. I walked right past him. Buster Posey, first base catcher. Oh, I went by a bunch of them. There he is. So you have Gary Sanchez uh, facing the lefty Anderson. Sanchez is back. I got to see more of him, but he's 4600 bucks. First base catcher eligible, Buster Posey against Garrett. That's a great play at 4300 but I just don't like paying that much uh, for Posey just with the lack of power upside. But he's in a great spot tonight. You got Wilson Contreras, 3700 against Montgomery. Uh, Gaddis, 3700 against Ramirez. Over to the first base position, Goldschmidt, 5,300, and Coors double-donged on Friday. Uh, Joey Votto, 4,800 versus Block. Jose Abreu, 47 against Bundy. Freddie Freeman against Leak, $4,700. A nice play there. Mickey Cabrera, 46. Mark Reynolds and Coors is 46. Will Myers against Kershaw's 45. Ryan Zimmerman went yard again. He's $4,400. Uh, Belt versus Garrett is 43. Belt's first base and outfield eligible now. He's got outfield eligibility. Garrett actually gets hit harder by lefties and righties. Keep that in mind. Baltimore will should be chalky, but with Coors in play, it might not be as chalky, which will be nice because they have the highest non-Coors implied team total on the board at 5-1-6. They're facing Covey, who pitched well his last time out, but I think that was against Kansas City, if I remember correctly. I love Baltimore tonight. Right-handed bats crush uh, Covey. 
But I also like Chris Davis. He's been slumping. He went yard on Friday. When he gets going, he gets going. He's 4,200 tonight. Jay Bruce, four grand against Despaigne. The Mets are another sneaky, sneaky one. He's first base outfield eligible. Um, he's four grand. Matt Holliday against the lefty Anderson, first base outfield eligible at 39. Definitely in play. Matt Carpenter versus Tehran. Lefties versus Tehran. Carpenter went deep on Friday. He's 38. Chris Carter versus a lefty and Anderson, but there's no DH, so I don't think Carter will play, but you never know. He's 36. You never know what Gerard he's going to do over there. I uh, got Napoli at 35. Danny Valencia versus Perez. He might be playing because Perez is a lefty for the Rangers. If Valencia's in the lineup, has some good history against Perez. Uh, Seattle stack will be in play again tonight. Valencia, $3,300. Josh Bell, another home run on Friday. He's been swinging a pretty decent bat, 3200 bucks. Going against Garza. Uh, Guriel, 3200 Some decent cheaper options. I hate going cheap at first base, but there's some decent ones. Yonder Alonso against Zimmerman. That's a nice look at 29. Righties hit Zimmerman extremely well, but lefties don't suck. Alonso, 2900 bucks. Okay, going to the second base position. You got LeMahieu at 4800 bucks. Great pass history against Corbin. Jose Altuve, 4700 He's just hitting everything right now. Daniel Murphy, 4600 Robbie Cano at 4300 Like him a lot. Johnny VR, 4100 Joe Panic 4K. All nice plays there. D. Gordon, 3900 is in play. Johnny Scope, 3800 I like him a lot. Like I told you, right? He's at Kobe Well. Scope's having a really good season. Uh, uh, definite power upside there at 3800 bucks. Part of a Baltimore stack. He's usually a lower-owned part of that stack. But uh, good power upside at 3800 bucks. Jed Jericho, second base, third base eligible at 3700 Josh Harrison, second base, third base eligible for Pittsburgh at 3600 You got Neil Walker, who's been swinging a good stick for the Mets. He's been hitting like, like fourth or fifth right now in that Mets order at 3500 Don't forget about him. You've got uh, Neil Walker. We have uh, Gil Salarte switch hitting against Kershaw at 35 See, this is what's funny. I told you that Kershaw price is at minus 135 is low. The Padres team total is higher than normal, and their prices are still like they're facing a regular pitcher. This is odd tonight. Really odd. Um, I like the Phillies a ton tonight. A ton against Cole. He struggled in AAA mightily. He's filling in for uh, – they sent Ross down. Cole is taking a spot today. Um, Phillies and play team totals 4-2-8. Cesar Hernandez, 3400 bucks a second base. I like him a lot tonight. I like a Philly stack. Definitely in play in Washington. Actually, uh, they're they're at home even better. Sorry about that. Uh, Chris Taylor for the Dodgers, a sneaky second baseman. If he's playing at 3,200, he's been actually swinging decent when he's been getting playing time. Jed Lowry, always love him at 2,800 bucks. He's been producing and he's cheap. He's like our second baseman version of Tim Beckham. Very productive. Same with Colton Wong. Uh, with all these injuries, he led off last night. He's 2,700 bucks. Swinging a good stick. He's one of the lefties the Cardinals have against Tehran. Even if you just want to do like a Wong um, Carpenter, just one two stack, or if you want to go Wong Diaz Carpenter, um, Wong Diaz Carpenter Jericho, Wong Carpenter Jericho, or just, uh, something like that against Tehran, I don't mind it. I, I'm not saying go in all in on the Cardinals by any means. You don't have to use any Cardinals at all. I'm just saying it won't be owned at all. Well, maybe a little more today after last night's shellacking, but 
I've, I haven't minded the Cardinals lately. Everyone hates them. But uh, it's sneaky tonight because that ballpark, you just got to play that ballpark. It's just the ball flies, especially to right field, and Tateron gets crushed by lefties. You got to play the ballpark sometimes. Third base, Nolan Arenado, 5,200. Jake Lamb, 51. Uh, both facing a lefty. Chris Bryant, 5K against Montgomery. Machado, 4,800. Definitely in play tonight. I like Machado a ton tonight against Covey. Uh, the Todd Father, he's missed a couple games, so watch him. Nunez against the lefty Garrett at 42. Got Mikel Franco at 41 uh, against Cole. We're not talking Garrett Cole, folks. We're talking a different Cole for the Nats. Like Franco a ton tonight at 41. Anthony Rendon, he went deep on Friday. against. Uh, he's facing Velasquez at 4K. You got Jose Reyes in action tonight. Jose Reyes is hot. Switch hitting. He's uh, 3,900 against Espanye. Good options there. Uh, Kyle Seeger, 3,800. Going up against the lefty Perez. I t- always tell you, Seager hits lefties well. Do not get intimidated by that. Seager in his career against Perez, 14 for 32 with four home runs. So do not worry about that. Definitely a part of a Seattle stack. Justin Turner, 3800 bucks. Eugenio Suarez against the lefty block, 3700 Uh Cincinnati can be in play. There's no doubt about that. Block isn't overpowering, but that's the part that is tough to stack against him because he doesn't give up a ton of hard contact. He's very meticulous. He hits his spots. I love Block as a talent. Uh, he's not like a pitcher to use in DFS. He doesn't strike out a lot of guys. doesn't go deep into games, but he gets the job done. The reason why I would say you could play Cincinnati is he doesn't go deep into games. So you're going to get that Giants bullpen, which, yeah, ugly. So it's kind of a catch-22. He could get blown up and you get the bullpen, or he could pitch great and you hope they get the bullpen later. It's it's a roll of the dice, but Cincinnati could be in play. It's just hard to decide how you want to stack them because you don't know what part of it you're attacking. That's what's difficult with Cincinnati today. Uh, after Suarez, you're looking at, like I mentioned, Jericho and Harrison earlier. Nick Castellanos against Jesse Hahn at 36. Yeah, Christian Arroyo for the Giants, third base shortstop eligible at 3,600. He went yard, hit his third home run of the year on Friday. He keeps hitting. Love that kid. Uh, yeah, Headley against Anderson of the Cubs on 3,500. Travis Shaw against Garrett Cole at 3,500. Uh, Trevor Plouffe at 34. Hernan Perez against Garrett Cole at 32. He's third base outfield eligible. Martin Prado against Gaselman at 3,200. is not a bad play. Joey Gallo for Texas definitely in play tonight. He's $3,200. Um, left-handed bats are hitting, I believe. Let me double-check to clarify. I was going to mention it during the stacking section, but I, I don't want to mess it up now. Left-handed bats, Texas Rangers. There they are. Yes. Left-handed bats versus DeJong are hitting 549 on the season. Very small sample size. I know DeJong hasn't pitched a ton for Seattle, but that's really good. So, um, Joey Gallo, with that home run upside and everything, definitely in play tonight at $3,200. Wilmer Flores, uh, first base, third base eligible for the Mets. They're struggling mightily. I know we like him against lefties more than righties, but he's back, $3,100. I forgot to mention at first base, uh, TJ Rivera has been playing. Hit a home run on Friday. Uber, uber cheap. So, if you're looking for something crazy cheap there, you can play Bruce in the outfield if you want. He's there against Espana as well. He was batting, I believe, second last night. So it uh, could be a sneaky low-owned piece of that stack also. Don't forget TJ Rivera. He's right here. First base, third base eligible, 2800 bucks. So don't sleep on him. He's not the he's not a world beater. If you want his game log, I got it for you right here. He's uh, two for four last night with a double and a home run, three RBIs. 
Uh, on the third, he was three for five with two doubles. On the second, he was one for two. On the first, he was one for four. Uh, he's been below 3K every day, but then he was 0 for 4, 2 for 4, 2 for 4, 0 for 2. So he's been pretty productive of late, so keep an eye on the kid. Might be a sneaky part of the stack if he's in the lineup. Despaigne is not good. He's a soft tosser. Soft tosser. Does not throw hard at all, so you got to p- provide a lot of the contact. I remember when he was with the Padres, but uh, definitely hittable. No doubt about that. Going to shortstop, you got Trey Turner at... Uh, 4900 bucks. Carlos Correa, 47 Trevor Story, $4,600. Uh, you got Chris Owens. I love him tonight against the lefty Anderson. Outfield shortstop eligible, 46 Corey Seager at 44 against Richards. Don't worry about the lefty. Gene Segura, if you're not using Coors, I'd probably go Gene Segura. 4300 against Perez. I love that play. Eduardo Nunez, 4200 uh, definitely in play. Addison Russell, 3,700 against Montgomery. He's a very nice-looking play there. Azubo Cabrera is out on Thursday, uh, Friday night. Uh, didn't hear about an injury. Just heard it was a day off, so hopefully that's all it was. 3,600 bucks. He's been playing very well. Letimus Diaz, 3,600. Didi Gregorius, 34. Uh, Freddie Galvis is in play tonight. He is 34. Got uh, Taylor Motter against the lefty Perez is 32. Very nice play there. Then it gets into the interesting stuff where it's just you got Wilmer Defoe. If he's in the lineup, it could be a nice cheap punt at 27, but I wouldn't. I'd stay above. These punts at shortstop are just not too intriguing. I'd yeah, I'd stay out of all that if you could. Let's head to the outfield. Charlie Blackman and Coors at 53. AJ Pollock had a big night. I like him again tonight at 53. Harper's day-to-day. He's out on Friday. He's 52. Trout, 51. Desmond, 5K. Gonzalo's cargo is out on Friday. He's 47. Tomas, 47 against the lefty. Outstanding price tag. That's a good price tag on a regular day. And Coors against the lefty at 47. Not bad at all. Peralta at 47. Trumbo at 46. He has struggled mightily this year. 221 with only two dongs. But he's got back-to-back two-hit games. No ribbies, nothing like that. But back-to-back two-hit games, which is encouraging, two singles. But like I said, two-hit games, going up against Covey, who gets crushed by righties. Trumbull could be a nice sneaky play. His price tag's high. Ownership should be low. Aaron Judge up to 4500 That price tag is on the rise, folks. All rise, as they say. Just like his price tag. Sorry, had to say it. Uh, Braun's been out. Hunter Pence, 4500 against Garrett. That prize came up, too. My goodness. Uh, Adam Jones, 4400 McCutcheon, 4400 He's got good career history against uh, Garza. George Springer, 4300 uh, You got Brandon Belt, I mentioned. Adam Duvall at 43 The Giants' price tags are up today against Garrett. Adam Duvall, 43 You got Nelly Cruz, 42 against the lefty Prez. That is a... Automatic play against the lefty. Wow. All those other guys' price tags went up, and Nelly Cruz is still 42. Thanks, DraftKings. Bury the lead. I hope people don't even look at that. Nelly Cruz at 4,200 people. This is, why you listen to the, this is why you listen to the podcast. Nelly Cruz, $4,200. Remember that, Nelson. After Cruz, we go Billy Hamilton. It's lefty-lefty, but he can get on probably. Uh, still some bases. I don't know. Billy's great, though. Always low-owned. Yeah, Para and Coors, but going up against the lefties, 42. Justin Upton, 4K. Christian Yellick, 4K. Um, 
Jay Bruce, I mentioned earlier, 4,000. Matt Kemp, 4,000. It's Leak. I like that a lot, actually, Leak. But Leak's off to a great start to the year, so buyer beware. Gregory Polanco, lefties are hitting guards extremely well. Polanco is just, his shoulder has been bugging him a ton. He's down to 3,900. It's just so hard to trust him with that shoulder injury, but he's always low-owned. He can still run. I don't know. Hard to trust him, but Garza is just a mess. Avisel Garcia at 38. Chris Davis with a K. Righties are smoking Zimmerman. We crushed him last time out with this philosophy because it's not a philosophy. It's called stats. But K with a Chris Davis, 3800 bucks is a great GPP play tonight. Scott Shebler, 3800 against Block. Lefty-lefty. Beware. Yasiel Puig, 3,800 against Richards. Not bad. Seth Smith against Covey, leading off, 37. Jock Jams is back, but that's a lefty-lefty. Ender and Ciarte, 37 against Leak. Uh, Rajay Davis, 3,600 against Zimmerman. The Grandy Man against Espanye, 3,600. Grandy went deep. Conforto, 3,600 against Espanye, leading off. You got Worth at 3,600 against... Uh, Velasquez, Michael Saunders, a sneaky play against Cole from Washington at 3,600. You got uh, Odabel Herrera, way too cheap for for Philadelphia against Cole from Washington at 3,500. I love Herrera. Middle of that Philly stack, 3,500, very cheap. And Althair's really cheap too at 3,500 for Philly. Both really nice, cheap price tags there. Uh, that's why Philly's great. You get them super, super cheap. Uh, Marwin Gonzalez, third base outfield eligible, 3,400 for Houston. He had a, a quiet night last night after a hot, hot start. Marcelo Zuna, 3,400 for the Marlins. Uh, Franklin Gutierrez going up against the lefty for the Dodgers, likely in the lineup, 3,400 bucks. What he does is hit left-handed pitching, so keep an eye on Goots. You got Nomar Mazar against Dijon. I told you lefties destroy Dijon. Uh, Mazar at 3,300 bucks. You got, uh, um, we're going to Cody Bellinger double donged on Friday night. Kind of saved a little bit of my butt. Still lost money, but saved my butt a little bit. Going up against the lefty, but he's proven he can hit lefties this year. So if he's in the lineup, I'd almost, I trust him because the other part is Richard doesn't go deep into games. He's only going five, six innings max on games. So at 3,200 bucks, Bellinger is definitely worth a look. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't just go past him because it's lefty, lefty. Um, he's just the way he's swinging that bat and, uh, they're going to throw him out there. I'd go with him. 3,200 bucks. Definitely don't just sleep on him. Delino to shields junior been leading off for Texas. He's $3,100. Another left-handed bat out there. Uh, I believe he's left-handed. Don't let me misquote you. Let me double check. I feel like an idiot now. I swore he's at least a switch. Oh, he's right-handed. I'm glad I double checked. Still leading off and hitting great, so I wouldn't sleep on him. The righties are hitting over 300 against Dijon, so they're all hitting him. Um, as we go down to the $3,000 range, we go to our value bats. If Aaron Hicks is playing for the Yanks, switch hitter against Anderson at 2,900. We like that all the time. Ben Gamble, he is going up against Perez at 2,900. He's a lefty, so I don't know if he'll be in the lineup tonight, so keep an eye on that. But he's been playing really well for the uh, the Mariners uh, right there in the number two hole. Tyler Collins against Holland, 2,600. Always keep an eye on that for value. You have uh, Matt Joyce, 2,500. Always in there for value. Another guy, Jim Aducci for Detroit at 2,400. 
continues to rake for the, for Detroit. You know, Collins is great because he's been hitting second. Aducci's been more like seventh or eighth. But, man, like last night, two for four with a double and a triple. It was two for four the night before. Just keeps producing, and he's in that low, low twos, night in and night out, just getting it done consistently. So there you have it. There's your bats for your 12-game evening slate. Um like I said, pitching, you got Kershaw 14-2 at San Diego. McCullers 11-4 at L.A. Both GPP risks, I guess you should say. Uh, you can go cash with Kershaw if you'd like. McCullers, I love McCullers, which is super risky. Um, I, I, I go Garrett Cole at 9,600 versus Milwaukee. Milwaukee 367 implied team total. Dylan Bundy 8,400 versus the White Sox 384 implied team total. Jesse Hahn, 76 versus Detroit, 378 implied team total. Amir Garrett, 71 versus the Giants, 4.06 implied team total. JC Ramirez, 6,800 versus Houston, 3.84 implied team total. Same as Dylan Bundy's. Clayton Richards, 6,100 versus the Dodgers, 3.96 implied team total. Uh, see, Richards' own implied team totals 0.42 different than Kershaw's for 8,100 cheaper. Yeah, that's what's weird about tonight, folks. Really weird. Um, so there's your pitching options to the stacks that I've been talking about. So you got Coors, obviously. You got Colorado's team total, 5-8-5 against Corbin. Here's the sneaky part. Corbin was phenomenal against them in, in Arizona last weekend. Uh, right-handed bats are hitting him really well. Lefty's almost 300. His slider's been really good this year. Um Obviously, this is Coors. It's different. Uh, they got shut down a bit last night. They, they only scored three runs all of last night. So, Granke pitched well, and Granke usually gets crushed by them. So, I almost thought about using Corbin on the mound, but I just can't use – it's so hard for me to use Coors pitchers. Really, really hard. But uh, it, it, it crossed my mind. And I'm not saying it won't change, but it crossed my mind. But if you're going to stack, you're going to go with Arenado for starters. Blackman's on fire. And you build around that. Um, Arizona's implied team total of 5.65 against Tyler Anderson. You love Goldie, of course. You love Pollock, Tomas. Those three for starters. And then Owings. Those four are like must plays in that stack. And you can add on from there. Baltimore versus Covey is my top stack outside of Coors. Because Coors is Captain Obvious play that anybody could tell you that one. Baltimore implied team total of 516. Right-handed bats are crushing Covey to a tune of 529. Lefties are hitting 329, but right-handed bats are 529. Um, get me all my Manny Machado. I will take Manny Machado all day long. I still love Davis. I know he's a left-handed bat, but he's going to heat up, and I just it's coming. It's coming. But give me Manny Machado. You can look at your Adam Jones. and I love Scope. I mentioned him at 3,800. But build around Manny Machado however you like. If you just want a one-off, if you don't want to stack Baltimore, like I did it on Thursday night, I told you that Boston-Baltimore game. It was going to be super popular. I'm going to stack Seattle, which I did, and it almost won me everything. Uh, but I still had Manny Machado, and he hit that home run. So love Machado tonight. Mets versus Despaigne, 4.31 implied team total. Lefties and righties are crushing uh, Despaigne, both over 370. Um Conforto, Bruce, you know, Walker, um, uh, Walker, Cabrera, all really good plays there. Don't forget the TJ Rivera, cheaper option at first base, third base if you need him, or Wilmer Flores, either or. 
uh, and Rene Rivera is catching right now with the Arnold on the DL. He was like 2,200 last night, got me 10 points. He's not going to get 10 points every night, but if you want a punt catcher that has upside, he's going to be like 2,200 bucks every night. So he's going to bat like 7th or 8th and might not do anything most nights, but he's as cheap as you're going to get. So it's an option every night. Uh, Philadelphia versus Cole. This might be one of my other top options tonight. Absolutely love Philadelphia against Cole, uh, against A.J. Cole. Philadelphia implied team total of 4 2 8. Uh, Left handed bats are hitting 331. Right handed bats 325. Um, Herrera's 3,500. Altheris 3,500. Franco's 41. Hernandez is, I believe, it was 34. There's your one through four hitters right there. I love that stack to begin with. If you want to add on, you can, but I wouldn't go too crazy. Philly's known to let us down from time to time. I'm not going to lie, but um, it's a cheap stack. It'll be contrarian as heck. You can get top-notch pitching if you want to roll the dice with a Kershaw or a McCullers, or if you want to go heavy with Cole and some whatever. You can do whatever, but I like Phillies to surprise some people tonight, so I'm going to roll the dice with them. Not saying go all in with them, but I think it's a sneaky one. Um, Oakland versus Zimmerman, 4-2-2 implied team total. Right-handed bats are smoking Zimmerman. Both sides are hitting them, but right-handed bats, K with the Chris Davis, definitely in play. Uh, makes Ploof a little more intriguing. Uh, Healy a little more intriguing, but I like Yonder Alonso still. He's the way he's hitting Lowry. Uh, but K with the Chris Davis makes him very, very exciting. I love the game stack between Texas and Seattle. The total in Texas and Seattle's eight and a half between Perez and DeJong. Uh, the lefty Perez, the righty DeJong. The team totals on this game, Texas. Team totals four, one, six. Like I said, lefties are hitting 549 versus DeJong. Righty's 367. Makes Gallo very intriguing. Uh, Mazzara very intriguing. You know, Odor very intriguing. Some really good options in Texas to stack around. And then Seattle, they have a lot of history against Perez. They've hit him very well in the past. Their team totals 434. Right-handed bats are hitting 341. Lefty's not as good, but I'm not going to sleep on Cano. I told, I told you what Seager does, so don't sleep on either one of them. Um, but Nelly Cruz versus a lefty is always in play. Always, always in play. Um, Segura, Seager, Cano, Cruz. See who's batting second in that lineup. I like it all. So fun night on tap tonight. Hope everybody does well. Uh, enjoy your weekend. I'll maybe get something out to you tomorrow. I can't promise Sundays. But uh, but uh, if I don't get to you tomorrow, I'll see you Monday. Hope everybody has a good one. And uh, good luck tonight. I'll catch you guys later.